There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother, don't you recognize your son? Oh! How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Oh! A Sopranos podcast. Oh! Oh! As always, you know me, Joe Spellman, David Fielding, Paul Golias, and we're back talking more Sopranos, baby. Episode three, titled... Denial, uh, Anger, Acceptance. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds like after I eat a big meal. Oh, yeah? What so you, the what, feelings I have. What is that? What is that? What is I, go, I, go, I go, ah, that didn't happen. Then I'm like, oh, why did I do that? And then I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's you know, pretty sounds much about right. what happens Great when bit, I though. order a big meal. Thanks. Um. All right. Well, then, um, let's uh, talk about the episode. Uh, Professor Pauly, yeah, why yeah, don't you I'll, I'll give the, us a rundown? I'll do the quick rundown of what's been going on in this episode. So there's there's kind of more than the previous two episodes. There's there's a lot going on here. Uh, there always is a lot, a lot going on. on. We're just going to dive into made quotes. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, so we got Tony and Co. versus the uh, Hasidic Jews. Mm-hmm. Very memorable plot line. I see them, but I don't believe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, in therapy. Tony's uh, dealing with death, specifically the uh, impending death of uh, his his very good friend and uh, boss of the family, Jackie April Senior, mm-hmm. dying of cancer. We got uh, Carmela using the bucos for their silent auction uh, at the Sopranos' home, mm-hmm. which uh, which gets a little catty between uh, Carm and uh, Charmaine. Yep. And then we got uh, we got Meadow and Hunter. Uh, they they they're trying to study for the SATs. They need a little uh, pick me up. Coffee simply will not do, and so they head down to uh, Christopher and Brendan for some speed to study for SATs. Yeah, and we then, we were uh, all there. We were all, oh, we've all we all yeah we were all seventeen once. Oh, you yeah. remember? Yeah. Uh, now it's all Adderall, right? It's like people just like yes abusing Adderall. Yeah, people are taking Adderall all the time. Yeah, for everything. For everything. Not just SATs anymore. I have a friend. No, who now takes, it's Tide Pods. <laughs> I have a friend <laughs> who takes concentrate. I have a yeah. friend who takes Adderall and he can't fall asleep uh, at night, so he smokes weed every night to get to sleep. Mm. It's yeah, you got well balance balanced. It yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then we got <laughs> Uncle Junior, who's uh, still pissed at Chris and Brendan over the uh, the calmly trucking, and we all know how that plays out. Yep. 
Uh, so I don't know. You guys want to like do do a little more in depth uh, breakdown of these of these plots? We'll go one at a time. Or sure. What? Yeah. You want to start with the Jews? Yeah. Jews. Jews. What uh, Jews? What Remember Jews? S- Silvio is like uh, that's like that line always annoyed the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like so forced. It's so forced. Jews. 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 That's right. That's, That's right. right. Plot point. Here's a plot yeah. point that I have oh, to talk about. Oh, I remember about. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was like... Steven Vincent, not not quite there yet. Not well, the writing was not great. True, true, true. <laughs> I mean, that's like, but you know, it's, it's still like a holdover from the last two episodes of like trying it feels to figure a little stuff more like... out or trying to, you know, trying to ha- 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 ham-fisted, heavy-handed, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, lead deliver things. It feels yeah. a little more conventional like network television yeah. where, where characters just walk in and deliver a, deliver some exposition and kind of, it's a little clunky, which yeah. Sopranos mm-hmm. in its long, in the course of the series pretty quickly actually probably within the first season learned they don't need to do that. And, yes. the, and the son-in-law, the son-in-law like, that actor is actually, I, I think, really good. But like, it's a little like the Hasidic like talk is so over the top. Like, oh, so much. Like, like Petzl. Like, like he, he wouldn't be like talking like that to You've them. You've created a golem. <laughs> created a golem. Right, right, right. Wait. So, so what was? So they asked Tony to get the the get from from the guy's son-in-law who refuses to divorce his daughter. Yes, w- yeah. without getting a a piece of the business. Right, right, because they started that motel right. together, and then the son-in-law thinks uh, thinks he built it and he deserves a hundred percent of it. Right, yeah. Post divorce, and uh, the guy. I should get nothing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got this down, man. You got you got all the Jew character lines. No, I'm like really good at Jew characters. <laughs> yeah, the whole um, yeah, that's basically um, what the you know the the whole. Uh, the whole plot action. The whole of, plot of is, that, yeah. Yeah. Of that. But through um, that, Tony gets uh he gets called a Frankenstein. <laughs> and I just love how he brings that into He also therapy. gets uh does he who calls it oh no, no 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 it's Junior that gets called a fucking mummy. Oh well that's By, in season like, six. Yeah, 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 way down the line. We're doing the but, whole but universal like, dark he, yeah, universe he, here. I was trying to remember Tony got called every all the monsters. <laughs> you fucking werewolf <laughs> Dracula <laughs> Van Helsing. Hey, fucking Swamp Thing over here. <laughs> yeah, he brings that into his therapy, and, he's, and, he, and the shot of him like sitting in the chair, all like, mm. lo, like um, slouching yeah, in the chair. Like, I love makes that. Makes him look very, uh, very Frankenstein's monsterish. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I lo- But that whole uh, the Jew plotline is one of the earlier ones that I I just love. I think it's I think oh, it's pretty yeah. clever. You got like the classic line in there. Uh, uh, you know when he's talking about how how uh, the Jews defended themselves against the Romans. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, "Where are the Romans now? You're looking at them. You're looking like at them. It's, yeah, that. it's great. It's a good line, but also oh, oh. forced. Oh yeah, yeah. But come <laughs> but on, some good. of that stuff. Yeah, is but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's great. Also, it's very realistic the way that Hesh warns him about them, because that is how like uh, more uh, reformed Jews feel about Hasids. There's such a huge like I worked for uh, I, I worked at a Hasidic Jewish restaurant on the Upper West Side in college, and they are horrible people. Yeah, they're like detestable, and they're they're also like I think a, a huge reason why people hate Jewish people. <laughs> like yeah. they associate like how like like they're horrible to women and they're like total tightwads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think it's very realistic how Hesh is like warning him like not to get it, not warning Tony not to get in bed with them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. See, now, if I had said what you just said, we would officially be the anti-Semitic <laughs> uh, Sopranos podcast. Yeah. For all the anti-Semites We're there. the hey, most Semitic. Yeah. I mean, we have two Jews right here. Yeah. True. True. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I, 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 I would agree with what Dave has to say, that... Um, <laughs> That hatred hate, of the- yeah no no us Jews right here yeah. me and yeah. Dave sure, uh, Joe sure. and Dave yeah, just quiet down Paul we hate the hostages we hate them and I don't care if we lose that audience audience that we have the huge yeah Hasidic audience. sorry if all you motherfuckers driving those minivans around La Brea are, are pissed off at yeah. us yeah wearing wearing uh, uh, reflectors on your black clothing at your night fucking because you're fucking gabardine in fucking hundred degree weather you. Walking down fucking Beverly on Saturday morning, you fucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I just had to get that on my chest. Love your bagels, though. Love, oh, love great. The, oh. Love LeBray bagel. Yo, shout out to LeBray bagel, though. Yeah. Best bagels in LA. But you can't go there if you're a Gentile. No, no, no. So don't even think about it. I haven't. Yeah. You don't. Can't. Can, can I, can <laughs> you're I, not allowed. Can I talk now? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So where were we? Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, so, so the Hasids are awful. Hasids like. are awful. Um, therapy. The the big theme in this episode with the therapy is is Tony coming to terms with uh, with J- his friend Jackie's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Jackie in the hospital. He's not doing well. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's actually when Tony brings in the uh, the fake nurse. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I, lo- I love that scene. Yeah, I love like when I love when Tony goes, <gasps> "I fucking got you, you prick!" Oh, it's like so genuine. <laughs> you should have seen your face. <laughs> Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, little male male bonding moment. Yeah, but the whole thing is like I think the title of the episode is pretty appropriate: denial, anger, acceptance. Because we're seeing a lot of characters, not just Tony, deal with death uh, in this episode. Uh, number one, Ariel, the the mm-hmm. Hasid who uh, gets threatened quite a bit by our big mafioso guys, and he stares death in the face and he accepts it. He's mm-hmm. not afraid to die. Whereas if you look at Tony. Uh, he's in total denial about Jackie. You know, I don't know if it's this episode or maybe it was a few episodes ago where he's like, uh, where he's telling Melfi about um, about Jackie. It, m- it might have been this episode, and he's like, he's still, he, you know, he's got, he's done rounds of chemo. He's still got every hair on his head. Like he's gonna be okay. It's this episode, yeah. Right, and uh, and he's, he's such just, a mean prick. Like he, he'll yeah. scare that, he'll scare that cancer away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, but 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 mostly he's angry about it. He he when right. when Melfi doesn't tell him, oh, you know, I think your friend's gonna be okay or agree with him, he he's he, pissed he, off. he he yeah pops off at her. And then we have Chris who uh, who at the end of the episode gets mock executed by uh, <laughs> some some of some goons, some, some, some Russian goons well, that yeah, I think some uh, hires. yeah I think uh, uh, Junior and Mikey sort of outsourced. Uh, and Chris, uh, Chris shits his pants yep. and he is, uh, in stark contrast to Ariel, uh, not ready to die. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's, uh, I think it's kind of cool how they, how they, uh, theme this episode with, with people dealing with, with death and, and facing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, and then we got the, uh, the silent auction with, uh, Carmela and Charm. Love that. Like the, the callback to like her gesturing to the maid oh, right. and then so, she does it to yeah, Carmela. They do like a very gratuitous close up of Yeah, it's uh, a little over the top. Of uh but I but I like that stuff. I like yeah, it. it's yeah, it's yeah. still it's over the top by today's standards in television. Yeah. But so we forget that the Sopranos sort of made it okay on TV to not spell everything out for your audience. You don't yeah, need yeah, everything yeah. concisely in a line of dialogue. Right. Like you can get ideas across by just showing like one showing shot, calling attention to 
something like that. You know, nothing stated explicitly, but people will understand that this is now a power struggle between Carmela and her friend Charmaine. It's all about like, oh, you know, they hired Artie and Charmaine to come cater the silent auction. And, you know, at first it's posed as like, oh, we're, we're friends. We'd love to have you there, this and that. And then Charmaine ultimately realizes that Carm is beckoning her as she would her her maid. Right. Uh, and so Charmaine uh, ends up exacting some revenge by telling Carmela that she slept with Tony. Yeah. Which is another great scene. Right. Yeah. Was it for me? Yeah. And that's that's the whole that's the end of that story. It's just kind of like gut punch to Carm. And like And also I, I throughout the series I, I always love that like Carmela gets shown what her life could have been if she wasn't with somebody who was in the mafia. Oh, yeah. you know? There's there's a lot of that, yeah. But come on, like it wasn't for you? Seriously? That dick? <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah. Tony got a bomb dick, you know that. He, he's got it. And, and he must. And and like so I don't she, know about she, Artie's she, though. She's like, I don't like fat bald, I like skinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Carm, you sick pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Bucos aren't exactly uh, living the life over at... Uh... My guy got to make rice balls. <laughs> Dude, those rice balls... Yeah, they were looking mm, pretty, pretty good. Genie. Sure, sure. Uh, You're a fucking good cook, Artie. And then we got and then uh, another endearing moment. There's a couple endearing moments where, where they're really trying to make you like Tony. <laughs> Uh, yep. and it's, and the food fight between, between him and Artie at the house yeah, is yeah, like yeah. sort of, at first it's a little scary. You're like, where's it going to go? And then it's just ends up being like a friendly sort of, uh, spat, you know, like we would, you guys, like yeah. we all the time, we just throw, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, always throwing food at each we other. We just throw arancini at each other. Always, yeah. <laughs> always having a food fight. Oh yeah. You know, like definitely, I definitely saw like my dad have a food fight with his <laughs> like friend, you know, <laughs> in the middle of his kitchen. Oh yeah, my dad would be like, "Oh, so wasteful." <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? What What are you doing? Whoa, whoa! That's, that food is expensive. Um. Oh yeah. Then uh, so then we got Meadow and uh, Hunter going. Dude, going... this this is the the most Hunter heavy episode for sure. Oh yeah, great actress, great actress. Well, we'll get to that segment. Yeah, later, we'll get though. that. We'll get there. Um. They need to study for the SATs and these, and they're just feeling so much pressure. And so they need to go get some speed from uh, from cousin Chris. Yep. And he gives it to him. Um, yeah, and you know what we noticed, or did you notice? Um, actually, uh, Dave's uh, lovely fiance pointed this out to us as we were watching the end of the episode recently. A little less lovely after she said this, but hey, uh, that's you know. Uh, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I want to keep describing Dave's fiance. Uh, no, uh, that at the end of the episode, when they're singing in the chorus, mm-hmm. you notice that they're sweating. That's I just realized that. Yeah, I well, just I realized that. Well, Corey, uh, we did not notice it. Yeah, Corey pointed it out. Oh, I thought you were going to say she also pointed out that. Well, uh, Hunter... so I'll get to that. I'll okay. get so to it's that. it's like they're they're like they're coming down off. Of, right, of, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I, they're still high. Yeah. Or they're or they're still. I, yeah. bet, I bet they're still right. Yeah. Would you sweat if you took a speed? Do you sweat when you take Adderall? When you take Adderall? I don't think so. No, it's like Coke. Yeah, I don't know. I've don't only know. done Coke, not Adderall. It's yeah. the same thing. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember if I sweat or not. Either way, the the point <laughs> is like this, they were trying this... to point out that they like were they took the 
speak right. right and right. this underlying but the thing is like this underlying it's supposed to be a sweet moment tony gets like choked up in the audience yeah, yeah. Uh, he's so proud and he's watching his daughter up there on speed so by the way so many times over this series that we're supposed to think meadow's like a really good singer like clearly like <laughs> they were clear, clearly them. like she was like i want to my i want my singing to be featured on the show and they're like <sighs> was she i think she actually was like she was on broadway to, okay yeah. she got horrible she was like in beauty and the beast yeah. or something like she was got horrible reviews oh really yeah yeah, yeah. but like, like and also like it was like summertime they always just pump in like whatever stars to like sell more tickets right because nobody goes to see theater i remember but, i don't know if it's like <laughs> season two or what but there's like the cutaway to her in the kitchen she's like Ooh, or no what were they singing oh no oh, oh uh, no scrubs no scrubs yeah, yeah i don't want no scrubs <laughs> she's they, like riffing on right, it it's yeah like so cringeworthy they 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 and then her and, da- and, and then her and davies catino's uh oh uh, yes little uh, uh his son like yes. they have their duet right uh it's like uh, too much singing, too much yeah. singing from her. Not enough Dave, speed. Dave does not like the singing in Sopranos. Not from metal, not from metal. No, I love when like Junior sings. Oh yeah, yeah. but like no, get out of here, metal. Uh, what about when uh, Carm uh, sings karaoke in the at the? Oh yeah, when they're drunk at, at the cabin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and then finally we got uh, so Brendan and Chris after they've been told no. Mm-hmm. To stop uh, hijacking these trucks, Adriana talks them into doing it. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Well, I, I can't remember. So it's it's so, but Chris ultimately decides not to go on the. No, no, no! Oh, I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to talk about the getting them the drugs. Oh, oh! Well, yeah. Do you, if you want to still talk about. No, that. no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. What's going on? I checked out. Stop the Z. Okay, enough already. So the episode begins with them dropping the uh, with Brendan and Chris dropping the truck off at mm. Comley. Can I just say that scene right after it where they're like in the car, like doing the drugs together, is so fucking stupid. First of all, it's yeah. like the dumbest music is playing, and it's shot like fucking Miami Vice. It's shot it in the studio, right? Yeah, it's got to be in the studio. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it not, looks it's not like um, it looks so fucking bad. Yeah. It, it's a cla- it looks like a fucking SNL sketch where they're in a taxi or something. Like, yeah, because yeah. it's because de- it's definitely like they didn't have the money yet for to like go shoot on a sh- real street. It, it sounds like whoever made that song also made that uh, song. Uh, when uh, Furio goes to like Bevilacqua's place, and it's like up in the club, <laughs> up in the club, that, which is like actually know. supposed to be stupid music. I think <laughs> the, the like, great song they, that yeah. that can't be like real music. That's like up stock music, right? Like they like. Well, that's what it's, uh, that's what this song sounded like. Fucking idiot stock music. It's like this is a fucking HBO show. What are you right. What are you doing? Well, I mean, I know it's ninety nine, but like, come on, it, it's it's so bad. So bad. That was like by far my least favorite part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're still trying to figure it out. It's I, it's like it's like a ten second scene, but it like bothered me so bad. I'm like, this is so cheesy. We just returned maybe the biggest score of my whole year. Listen, you fuck. Uncle Junior's been breaking Tony's balls because you hijacked that truck. You're lucky Tony doesn't shove the cab up your ass. I would agree. Yeah, I think there's a lot of cheesy things. There's a lot of cheesy things like with that, with the like Jew line, like the Jew stuff. Um, and uh, but uh, I will say that um, I think there's like some of the best acting, uh, like in the in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like 
um tony christopher yeah yeah oh yeah um uh tony you could, like gandolfini's like found the character now yeah like, yeah we uh we get the first appearance of uh rosalie april oh i was gonna say i i always love when she just like pops up sharon uh, angela is so, so under under underrated uh character on the she's show. fantastic yeah and and they knew it too because there's no reason that she that that character sticks around after oh, jackie yeah. dies yeah 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 really and and they they kept her i think through the final season yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Because uh, I mean, to Paris with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carmela. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Cold like Stones, whatever that friend. episode is. Right. Where they? Yeah. Where they go? To Paris. Actually, I think I think she's at she's with Carmela when Tony tells her that that Bobby's been shot. Oh yeah. Mm. And I think that might be the last time we see her. I don't know if she's in the finale. Maybe. Maybe she's at the funeral or something. But oh, she's one of my favorite characters. Underrated character for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I'm fine with her. <laughs> she's okay. She's too, um, I think she's a good actress, but I, you know, I don't really think about that character. There are two like <laughs> little things that uh, made me so happy. One uh, in that scene where uh, Rosalie's there um, in in the hospital with Jackie. Tony brings the uh, Italian uh, like like the box from the Italian bakery. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that that made me like so comforted. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also the glasses that like Tony's like drinking from like during the um, the event at their house. Yeah, my grandparents, both my grandparents had those same glasses. Oh yeah, they, they were oh, like right. quote unquote like the nice glasses with the gold with the on gold top. on top. It's yeah. like clear glasses with gold on finish on top. That that's such a like northeast like uh, gotta hand it Jewish to Italian the, the, Greek the thing. like art people on the show because they, oh, yeah. they nail it yeah we're always shouting out the art department on this podcast if you know because yeah, they rocked it dude um you know we're probably gonna have dave's uh cousin on who oh yeah my father's the- cousin michael zansky who was in the uh you know he was a painter uh yeah, on the show a painter we're probably gonna have him on the podcast <laughs> probably asked my dad to reach out to him old. for the first time in 30 years <laughs> so you know you know you know look forward to that michael zansky yeah you zansky heads out there dude you look out uh yeah what's next uh, speaking of painters there's like oh. a paint a painting theme in this episode yeah yeah with the paintings with uh oh uh take a look at this painting asshole we're we're from yeah, we're from Harvard and, we're, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and tony tony sees a rotting out tree which he uh which he thinks which melfi points out probably means like he's worried about his friend dying of cancer and, right uh, right right she uh, compares it to the his reaction to the ducks leaving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, trees, ducks. What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, the the painting uh, when he, with arena with arena, which is a yeah. great which is a great shot of yeah. when she turns around and she's crouched like in front of him. Yeah. I I think it's just like a like a really great like framed right shot. And she goes and she like goes kind of just right in front of his yeah. crotch. And she goes. Yeah. Reminds me of David Hockey. <laughs> yeah. David Hockney. Yeah. Reminds me of David Hockey. Is, this is is this the first time we see Arena or I think so. it, this uh, arena. There was a different arena well, on there the was a different one. That, yeah. I'm talking yeah, about the, the pilot. One. In the pilot. I'm talking but yeah, about, I think this is the first time we see her. I'm talking about the one that's so fine. Mm. Hello, yeah, Tony. for sure. She's so fine. Hello, Tony. Um Yeah, and then and then like to close the episode with uh while the uh the choir, the songs going on, which sort yep. of mirrors the uh, the the Godfather baptism scene. Um, you know this mm. this kind of ritual. While then you cut away to people being shot, people being right. killed. We see 
uh, Mikey Palmese puts a bullet uh, yeah. Mo Green style yep. in Brendan's eye. And yep. then uh, this is the first. Hi, Jack. Bye, Jack. Yep. Christopher's many saints, uh, Moltisanti, he gets off. He gets a mock execution because Livia. Yep. <laughs> because, <laughs> because of Livia. Because the, real, the real OG. Because uh, Junior goes to Livia and, uh, and she says, Christopher, oh, he put up my storm windows one year. <laughs> the right. Filoni kid, I don't know him. Which, in essence, uh, tells Junior, fucking kill, <laughs> kill Filoni. <laughs> right. And... Uh, just you know, and oh, but Christopher, he may need a talking to, and he gets the, he gets a mock execution. And then Junior stops in the uh, doorway, and he goes, "Just to be clear, Brendan was not present when your storm windows were put in. I just want to make sure." <laughs> so he did not help with the storm windows. Okay, all right. I Which love you, uh, Brendan's last name, Filoni. Filoni sounds yeah. like a Filoni. Yeah. Sounds like a loser. Filoni. <laughs> he sounds like a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brenda Filoni, how you doing? Dude, yeah, we're alienating no. audience members left and right. First the Hasids, <laughs> now the the Filoni family. Well, the Filoni family's been, you know, persona non grata for years. <laughs> uh, I gotta say though, that's okay. So it's kind of cool for the shot, but why the hell would Junior be present for the murder of Brendan Filoni? Totally agree. He just stands there in the Never doorway. Either. Like, why would you want to link yourself? And they I mean, purposefully did that. They purposely showed him because it could end just with like his, you know, foot clenching. I mean, like Phil, yeah. Phil is present for the killing of Vito. Uh, but that makes more okay, sense. But that's but that was more of like a. Per, but that like was a, a personal vendetta. And yeah, because yeah, of his, because Vito was uh, his family his, technically. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Quotation mark. I loved him like a brother-in-law. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but like yeah, like uh, it just. Uh, but really, even Mikey doing it, like, wouldn't they just hire somebody else to do it? Like, I no, guess I it's, mean, I it's important enough. I like, still kills people. Like yeah. for Tony, yeah, you're or, right. You know. You're right. Yeah, um, but yeah, Junior, but junior being probably... there really didn't make much sense to me. And they do. And later on in the se- it might have been, it might be season one finale uh, when Junior's like in the backseat of car and he's like, I don't like it. And and Mikey goes up and kills uh, and kills a guy. Do you remember what I'm talking about? They're yeah, in like, but uh, I'm not sure oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Junior's been around some because considering the rest of the series, he's either, you know, farting into his couch cushion at home, or at the at the or in jail, uh, like he was out for some actual executions or, or in Florida eating some puss. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that kind of closed out episode three. But yeah, I always like watch the series and i'm like how does this episode kind of advance the show and this felt like it the show takes a big step forward like sets up a lot of things for tony sets up things for the family sets up things for carmella well it gets um the it starts hinting at the power that livia actually has right right and that sets in motion what ultimately uh is results in her being responsible for an attempted hit on her own son. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Cause she's pulling the strings and, and junior is sort of just like, you know, dancing to her tune kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I was a dumb sophomore or junior in high school, but I didn't pick up on the first time. I didn't at well, all. I didn't realize that like Livia was anything but like an old, you know, right. In the throes of dementia. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But but in retrospect, it's so obvious. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Good app. We like the app. Yeah, I liked it. I think I think I think uh, some of the writing is a little still figuring it out, and some right, of the right, tone right. still figuring it a out. But I definitely think that like the acting is really good. Michael Raspoli, right? That's yeah, the actor yeah, that's actor. Yeah. I think he's a great actor. Oh, Jack, who plays Jackie? Well, and, he auditioned uh, for Tony, of course. Uh, originally. Yeah. but I think like he's great in this episode, and um, especially like like the he, the arc his like character takes throughout the episode. Because he's, like, really losing it by the end. Yeah. Like, when he's, like, taking his temperature and, like, Tony's trying to film in on what's happening with the Jews and, like, he can't really focus anymore. Like, the cancer's eating away at his brain. Right. Mm. Right. Um, I just, like, uh, feel like that actor... I mean, I'm sure he makes a decent living, but, like... Yeah. I see um, him in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But I, I, it's just funny, like, he's really good and, like, he auditioned for, like... Tony Soprano, but like you know, Gandolfini's on like a different different world, level, yeah, course. different level. But this guy's also really good, and it's just like you know, like well, that one thing just propels you. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I just want to you know, his acting was really good. Um, I think like our uh, Artie and Charmaine are really good. A really lot great. of the scenes that they have, like when they're talking about uh, Carmela and Tony, like just feel real to me. Right feels like oh like this conversation like i'd have with my wife about like friends of ours or something yeah like yeah that. right um uh same thing with like chris like giving like sneaking up the stairs uh at a, like a family function and like giving like like that just it just feels it feels really real to me yeah like the i bottle, don't think that really happened of, to me but like the bottle just, of jolt in uh meadows room i just noticed that <laughs> there was what? a bottle of jolt <laughs> hey man again with the art direction like dude, you know we, top notch. We, 99 dude jolt was huge jolt was so huge it had double the caffeine yeah oh shit yeah it was if you were a trucker you drank jolt dude oh great little subtle like oh they even tried drinking jolt and they can't stay up oh they need the wow meth. they need the meth <laughs> we gotta get we're gonna get an art director one of the art directors on here oh dude. yeah we got it if you got hey listeners if you know any of the former art directors on sopranos holler at us i'm pretty please. sure one of your neighbors in this complex has to be like a former <laughs> art director on the sopranos they probably worked on oz at the same time too yep, yep. hey arliss no that Edie falco <laughs> lives in my building oh that's right that's right i saw her in the pool and Edie Falco, a lot of people don't know that Edie Falco was in the art department of Arliss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She did a lot. She, she, she made the desks of those sports agents. Yeah, That's how she was yeah. discovered. Um, so cool. Uh, we talking about like what we hated or anything? Um, or did we hit that? I mean, we touched upon some of it. I mean, are there other yeah, things that you? Did. Yeah, are, are there other things you guys loved or hated about the episode? I mean, I hated the scene where um, uh, uh, Mikey Palmisi's like, "You worried about getting air in your veins from the uh, from the <laughs> oh, cancer oh, when thing?" He's, uh, but I yeah, guess yeah. you're supposed to hate that. Yeah, you're supposed, supposed to, to hate that. Annoying. You're supposed to hate him. Yeah, yeah. It's funny though because that's like the. Uh, I mean. Paulie also does it a little bit, and they like tell him to shut up. But like, that's like the stuff that like Paulie's known for throughout the right, like right. series is like bringing up morbid shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's so well, like health. He's so like health obsessed. Well, look at uh, look at um, Palmisi and uh, and Jackie April in the hospital room uh, bedside, 
and then look at Tony or uh, Polly sitting bedside for Tony when Tony's in the coma, season six. Yeah, his like, blood pressure starts right, going right, up. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, two guys you don't want to be by your side when you're uh, when you're ailing. Right. But back to the back to that, like um, uh, Jackie April Senior calls Mikey Palmese the the he's like the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. And one thing I noticed was, and then uh, he kills when, somebody in the episode. Well, yeah, but also in the season two episode when when Chris uh, dies and says he crossed over, he says he saw, oh, he saw Mikey Palmisi, yeah. uh, like um, who is sort of like the leader of the ghosts or whatever, like waiting for him in hell, like in an Irish bar or whatever. Right. And right. Irish always win. They're yeah. they're playing dice. It's or St. Something. Patrick's Irish Day every win. day or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then when Paulie goes to see the psychic in that same episode, oh, yeah. uh, the, the psychic. Mike. It's like I seen a mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and uh, he wants to know if Fucking the satanic black magic. He, yeah, he wants to know if the poison ivy still itches or something like that. Because right, because he cause, gets it when they go to kill Palmisi. Right. Fucking poison ivy all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, pretty crazy. So Mikey Palmisi is is the Grim Reaper. Sure. Uh, two lines I love uh, were um, when Junior's like. Take it easy. Uh, well, when he's uh, sitting down with uh, with Mikey, and he's like, "Take it easy. We're not making a western here." And then he goes, oh, yeah. "I bought the kid a four hundred dollars surfboard for his birthday." About AJ. He always he all, mentions who's that buying surfboard. surfboards for people in Jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, you go down the shore. I know you go down, down the shore, shore, but like, it seems like a weird gift. But th- I thought that was so funny. Yeah, I was like, "You think he ever used that surfboard?" Uh, not and once. then, uh, and then I love when Hesh is uh, when Tony calls Hesh. When uh, the the guys just not giving up, they're like beating the crap out of him, and and uh, he tells him to like cut, like th- threaten to cut the guy's dick off, and he goes, "Make like a moyle, finish the bris." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> love that line. Well also played. love that the Gene dog w- the dog was sleeping in the bed with Hesh and his wife. <laughs> yep. Did you see yeah. that? Did Something you that? we all then... notice on upon our first watch is the dog is sleeping in the bed with Hesh. Is that because it reminded you of when your dog sleeps with you and your wife? Yeah, my dog sleeps between us, and um, you know, I thought that was great. Another great. We got a shout out the art department. Like, great job getting a live dog and throwing him in that bed. Was that the art department? They yeah, just, the art department the art brings in the that dog. dog was yeah. dead. That was yeah. a fake dog. Yeah, they just have it on it hand a, to a, art a, a scene. It was an animatronic dog, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just like he just had to wake up and look around. And, Shake his tail. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I, I had to shout out the dog. Like, everybody like uh, everybody on the message boards has been, like, telling me that. Like, they were, make like, sure to talk mention about the dog. that dog in the scene. <laughs> I guess that's probably my come to ducks moment. Is right. To, is just noticing is that. the dog in the scene. Yeah. Sure. I'm glad you brought it up. You're welcome. Thank you. I want to score some crystal. She doesn't. I needed to study for exams. <laughs> yeah, right. Hunter needs it. Forget about it. No fucking way. What? He just craves attention, Hunter. You know what that sound means. Ladies and gentlemen, on Oh, uh, Sopranos podcast, we like to bring you uh, to our next segment. (laughs) We like to bring you. (laughs) Bring you. That's our DJ mixing up the sounds. Um, we like to we like to bring this to you dry out this intro a little more. Let's hype it up a little more for how stupid this is. All right, so basically, we like to bring you our next segment, 
it's called Skangarella Watch. Uh, basically, we're just shouting out to the best worst actress, um, David Chase's daughter, Andre Skangarella. Um, I don't know her name. It's not Chase. Her last name is not Chase. It's yeah, like some, some it's like Italian. La Chase or something. Uh, but uh, she is Chase, Chase she, Lounge. Yeah, she, Chase Lounge. She is just littered all over this episode, um, looking all good like she does. And um, and you know, guys, I know you're out there listening, and you're probably thinking to yourself, "What does like Paul Golius look like? What does Joe Spellman look like?" Well, you know what? Dave Feudernick looks like Hunter Scangarella. <laughs> He's got a schnoz. You know what? That's uh, like you're her. not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, you know where he got that idea from? From my fucking fiance. Oh, shout out to here. Corey. She was sitting here watching the episode with us, and Did she, she really? was like, "That looks like you, Dave." Um, <laughs> but so offensive. Oh she my She really God, hit the I nail on the head. Um, which means that it looks like my sister, because my sister looks like me with long hair. So true. If you want to know what my sister guess, looks like, I guess so. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Looks like Hunter Scangarella. But I would almost say that she looks more like you than she does your sister. <laughs> like, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, you got Whoa, whoa. This is not a part of Scangarella Watch that I approve of. <laughs> no, this is. This is part of it. This is the whole Scangarella Watch, man. I mean, she doesn't have a beard like you. So, you know, you got that going for you. Um, but uh, I... Um, this is by far the most she's featured in any episode. There's... Way too many lines, and you have to wonder: Did David Chase think to himself, maybe I shouldn't feature my daughter so heavily in this show? I mean, I don't think he thought much about it. Um, also, you know, and us talking to her is the most she's ever been featured in her life. Right? <laughs> it's uh, true. If you look at her, I'm really IMDb, hating on ne- her. I don't hate I know, her. I, I don't hate she's her. Never, being, she's I'm never been silly. in any other things. Uh, I don't think. You, yeah, I wonder if on she IMDb, per- so. seriously pursued the craft of acting. Probably or, or she just wanted to like I don't think so. work with her dad. Maybe. Right. Who right. knows? I but, think that's probably it. Uh, either way. Casting out of convenience. Why did uh, Brendan Falone like, try to proposition her for sex? Yeah. 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 Do we even need that? Also, oh. what? And then the, like, your, she get... your dad wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Look. David Chase getting kind of strange. Yeah, he's like. Talking to the actor playing Brendan, he's like, "Yeah, give her a little wink, <laughs> give her a little wink." <laughs> or, or because like you want to fuck her up. I'll go call me, do <laughs> yeah. that call me thing yeah. that people do. <laughs> or the or the actor just did that on his own, and he was like, "Nice, keep doing that." Great impression. Hey, hey, can we get a close up of Brendan doing the uh, the wink yeah, to my do daughter? Some, do some like sexual thrust at my daughter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 do a little more of that. And maybe that's when he was like, "You know what." We gotta kill him in this episode. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I think gotta, that's it. Gotta get rid of him. I think that's it. It's David Chase just showing how like how fatherly he is. You fuck right. with my daughter, you get a Mo Green special. Uh, one thing that's like really weird though in this episode, real real fast. If we're on Scangarella watch here, uh-huh. yeah, please. Uh, this is a twenty minute segment. When Carmel walks in, when Christopher is giving Meadow the crank. And she tries to cover it up by being like, "Oh, um, you know, Brendan's trying to like holler at uh, at Hunter." Uh, wouldn't Carm be way more alarmed by that? <laughs> like, he's like a man in his like mid twenties. He's I like trying to get with like this like sixteen or seventeen year old girl. I think he's older than that. 
Or even, yeah. Yeah, I think he might be in his early 30s yeah. at this point. Yeah, wouldn't Carm be like... Because Christopher is. Wouldn't she like chew out Chris more about that? She's just yeah. like, well, tell him that she's not interested. It's like, yeah. what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why would your why would your older cousin like try to hook that up for? for yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Wouldn't she chew Christopher out more about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why we got to talk about Hunter Scangarello because we're <laughs> yeah, like, but maybe Carmen is just like things. maybe she's just desensitized to it because all these dudes in their thirties are always hollering at, at Hunter and she's just like, <laughs> ah, I mean, that's just Hunter. That's Hunter. Yeah, she's she's got some sort of magnetism. I think there's no denying it. You can't and take and your I also I like yeah. to think that she ended up like in the Sopranos universe. She ended up, well, we know she ended up successful, but she also ended up with Skeet Ulrich. So <laughs> that's true. And a doctor. That's yeah, true. she's a doctor yeah. married to Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, that's true. So you know everything really worked out for her. Yeah. Um. So do crank. Yeah. So do crank or crystal. Yeah. I want to score some crystal. Yeah. Great. Uh, Another great Scangarella watch, guys. Hey, this has been Schedule Watch. Stay, stay tuned for the next time. Maybe in a, another season or two. Don't you forget about the past. Look to the future, okay? I am sick of hearing about your fucking restaurant. Shut up about it, you depressing fucking jerk. What the fuck do you know about it? You motherfucker. All right, so something that is set up in this episode that is a through line throughout the series is Tony, quote-unquote, helping people out. So he's, quote-unquote, helping Artie out, uh, like giving him the business uh, for this event, um, you know, telling him that he's going to give him some money to get him back on his feet, uh, and then, of course, saying he's going to help out the, uh, the Hasidic Jews because he's going to get a piece of their business. And, you know, throughout the series, Tony is always uh, doing things for Tony. So helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dis- disguising his, like, amazing, you know, his community service. Uh, <laughs> whether it be Davey, Davey Scatino, like, getting in on his game. Cause, and he even just straight up tells uh, his high school friend, uh, you know, I, 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 I saw like down the road. I knew like I was gonna just take your business and yeah. and ruin you. That's a pretty big moment where you see just how hawkish and uh, disgusting of a person Tony is. It's horrible. He he takes he takes his daughter's friend's car uh, from him and gives it to her <laughs> as a present. Right. That's pretty. Because he's such a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, so so we're talking about like just any time that Tony Tony has uh, offers his help, a helping hand that right. ends up being self-serving for him. There's that whole episode um where like people are like, "Tony, you're such a good guy." Like wait, wait. his his cousin Brian or um Carmelo's cousin Brian is like uh, he gets in the suit. Right. And he's like, "Tony, you're such a good guy." <laughs> But he, but what is he doing for? I think Bert? it's like, it's reactionary to um, uh, what's her name killing herself, right? Uh, um, Gloria. Gloria, right? Isn't is oh, that so that episode? I, I remember what you're talking about. You're talking about the episode, and then Artie attempts to kill himself in that same episode. That's right, hurts right, right. In season four. Right, everybody hurts. Yeah, and uh, and that's the whole. That's the episode where Tony goes around. Am I a toxic person? Right, right, right. 
Yeah. Yes, but, you are. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah. Everything he touches, uh, in his own words, uh, turns to shit. He's King Midas in reverse. Right. But but the question is for me, the interesting question is like, does he with Scatino, with David Scatino, he admitted it eventually. Like you know, you know, I I can see, you know, a, a, an opportunity for me to bust someone out like that. Like I see it. Right. And he kind of admits it. But does Tony ever actually believe? that he is is being a good guy, being helpful, being, you know, without any self-serving uh, interests at stake. Like, you know what I mean? That's um, the question. Yeah. I, um... Jan- uh, getting the Johnny Sachs house for Janice. Right, but he's still <laughs> fucking hurting somebody pretty but, bad. But, doing right, it. and also it's to get Janice off his back. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he, th- he of course he thinks that he, he thinks that. I mean, he 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 justifies like bad things right. all the time for himself. So right. I think he, I think he, you know, I don't know. Do, do they have a shred of like, oh well, I did that. I don't think he does. Well, I he, think he, I think and he I gets think like defensive with Melfi in this episode because he's remember she's like bringing up like the gifts and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he tries to be that guy who. Uh, you know he's generous. He wants right. to come off as uh, you know. Even in uh, I think season five, when um, when Finn tries to pay for a dinner, he gets like right. up in Finn's face because he wants to be the guy who is handing out uh, gifts, buying things for people, treating right. people. That's how he sort of brings people in close to him. God knows we see him do it like throughout the entire series with Carmela, just like. And he knows, like, do you yeah, guys the, think the do spec you, house? Do you, do you think? Okay, so that's a well, good one. That well, that's explicit. That's like in season six when yeah. Carm starts poking around with Adriana's disappearance, right, and right, she right. almost goes to a private detective. Right. He walks into the bing and he says, "We need to get Carmela's spec house going because my wife needs a hobby." Right. <laughs> yeah. And that that is such an example of him like helping somebody, but ulterior motives. Throwing the party for Carmela's father because he wants to be let back into the house. Uh, well, he's like, he, if I if I win over, because he's like, he knows how much Hugh, uh, uh, Carmela's father loves him, and like, I I think that's like a a gesture to like try to work his way back into Carmela's into the, good graces, into the family right. stuff. But was the party his idea? I don't really remember. No, no, no. Well, we it's, ha- it's happening, but him like bringing the fucking like got expensive ass i got for you, you yeah. and bring the expense like getting him the expensive ass gun mm-hmm. for him and all mm-hmm. that um and then he uh, ends up are, sleeping with carm yep he um, got something and then he leaves <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh that is definitely like a uh, part of like tony's character but i also think it's just a mob thing i think it's a mafia thing like of like buying know, I, people. I, hey, let me know if I hey, let me know if I could do a favor for you. You know, let me know right, if I need right. anything. Right. And then you you do need something, and then they got you. Oh, absolutely. You know, like they got you. You're in there. You're indebted to them. Uh, um, that's like huge. That's like huge in in all all mob mob stories. Um, right. Um, yeah, that's, it's that's I, sort of thing. yeah. He's exploitative in that sense, but even but the but that. When you think about that scenario, you think of mob guys exploiting, you know, the neighborhood folks or just or even, you know, uh, a more seedy element like like drug addicts or gambling addicts like Scatino was. Uh, but he does it to the people closest to him all the time, too. Yeah, I, like, you know, I does I mean, it to Artie. Look well, at the bill he runs up at Artie's uh, restaurant. For sure. But but specifically talking about ways he thinks he's helping Artie that right. end up. Well, I guess I guess the very first time we see him try to help a friend. 
he he tries he his solution to uh, helping his friend uh, avoid business failure by uh, you know somebody getting whacked in his restaurant is to burn the place down. Right. Did he benefit from that? I'm not so sure because he never even tells Artie that that's that he did that for him. And it actually it, it is a risk for him because he's fucking junior over. Right. Uh, so that might be yeah, actually might be the, that, that might be, be it, one it time wasn't he, it's it's fucked up to say like that was that was him being actually like good and helpful because he fucking burned somebody's business to the ground but right. that might be his most like well intended but it does uh, sa- so. but it does save Artie's livelihood right in but the, the long run uh, it, uh well we don't know what would have happened like uh but you're you, probably no, he, right you'd be known as the guy who owned the restaurant where someone was killed true true I mean, um, I uh, I mean, he admits it. He admits it to Skatina, like right. that he's like, um, he's like, it's my nature, you right? Know? So he knows, yes. he knows that he's, and bad. Oddly, he's a bad boy, and he's like taking advantage of people, right. and then yeah. and it's just like it's like like he does it to everybody because it's sort of like uncontrollable, right? Like it's just him. It's just like exactly and who he and, is. And interestingly, like in that same in that episode in season four where where Artie tries to commit suicide after he goes in on the Almanac venture, whatever, right. blah blah blah. Uh, it, he calls Tony out for that. He says, you know, you you're like a, a hawk oh, in the I'm sky, sorry. and you could, yeah. you you could see the little mouse running or whatever the hell he says. Yeah, and Tony like, gets pissed off. And, and Tony like, gets pissed off. And, yeah. and what's interesting about that is apparently, uh, according to them in season two, like he, Davey, and Artie were like three peas in a pod. Right. Uh, and and then just a few seasons later, after he admits to Scatino that he that he busted him out on purpose, like he gets, Tony gets so defensive with Artie when Artie calls him out on that shit. Right. Because um, he knows it's true. He knows it's true. He just doesn't. He doesn't want it to be true. But right. even, but even like with Uncle Junior, like I don't he doesn't know want he, someone else to tell. Him. He doesn't want right. to be called on it. Is right. The thing. He doesn't want to right. be confronted with it yeah. because he's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, same with Melfi. It's like when Melfi calls him out on his shit. Like he, he like, throws he a tells fit. her to yeah. fuck off and like le- and threatens to leave. Right. And one thing that comes to mind is even with uh, with like Uncle Junior in season four, Uncle Junior's racking up the the bills for his trial. And uh, Tony, after hearing about how a certain uh, uh, area, the property is going to like quadruple or something like that because of the Esplanade, it's going to be the new Tribeca. Right. Uh, Junior doesn't Sells know it. that. And, and uh, Tony's like, well, let me help you with your trial bills. Let me buy this this worthless piece of property on Freelandheiser <laughs> Avenue. Right. And uh, he sells it to him for $100,000 or something. And Junior's grateful. And yeah. that helps him. And he makes but Tony like makes of like who knows yeah. how much money he makes on that property. Right. And there's and that's just like such a good example of like how he like without you even knowing when he's helping you, when you think you're coming out on top of a of a situation, Tony Soprano is still the 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 he's at the greatest you. benefit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why he's number one. That's right. Yeah, you're the right. Smartest, dude. heavy is, but it's true. Yeah. Like that's why uh, he's able to be so effective, such an effective leader. I think because he's able to take advantage of people. Yeah, so he easily. prioritizes himself. And I think first the, and the the one character who was uh, who was most wary of that. Who do you guys who do you guys think that was? Wary of that. Who who's who's most aware? Who is most aware of that? I don't know because Christopher takes and takes a lot from Tony. True, but he also like he calls him out so much. He does, he does. But I was gonna say or, or Carmela. No, because I, I think well. Remember, she's like, oh, the, of course they tell you that. Like they're scared of you. 
Right. She calls him out on that stuff, but at the same time, she's also benefiting quite a bit from yeah, that. She's, true, she, true, and yeah. she even exploits it to a certain extent. Meadow? <laughs> I was going to say Tony B. Because oh, when yeah. Tony B. gets out of jail, Tony's like, let me set you up. Let me Another this, person who uses and abuses. Like, he, he wants... He he wants him to fail in his like citizen job so well, because bad. He knows how smart Tony B is, and he wants right. to bring him in. He's like, I could use a guy like you, right? But Tony B, as smart as he is, but I think knowing all, Tony, and he's like also that. threatened by him wanting to go straight. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He sees he's that. Like, and he's so like so threatened by him. He's like, why would uh, that that forces him to probably examine like, okay, well, if he if he's making this decision, like I have to look at myself and my decisions and be like. Why did I choose differently? Why am I still going along with this? Right. And he doesn't want to do that. It'd be like if Joe was level. like, yeah, I'm actually, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? Then me and you would be like, oh, you don't? Oh, we yeah. wouldn't be, we oh, wouldn't be friends anymore? Feel bad about yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah. That's a terrible thing no. to admit. <laughs> <laughs> also not true. Also not true, but maybe, I don't know. Well, maybe. Um, yeah, that you when you just met, brought up Tony B and like you know manipulated people or taking advantage of people reminded me of one of the funniest things is where he leaves the kids at the party to go like talk to Phil about the car right like he he leaves the kids with <laughs> right. Carmela and he's right. like he's like what can I do and then he's like I'll see you later and then the kids <laughs> yeah. are like fucking monsters and she's <laughs> yeah. trying to play at a party right that is hilarious to yes. me that is definitely like is that the happened. same episode. Hughes uh, Marco, party Marco Polo, Marco Polo yeah. right season five yeah yeah, yeah. eight I well believe. a lot of things go down in that pool in that episode yeah yeah um yeah. the little shithead kids playing in there uh actual Marco Polo little sex. they throw Carmen yeah sex. throw Carmen little sex little sex Artie falls asleep <laughs> with the towel on his head hey hey you you guys out there are fans of little sex <laughs> yeah yo ooh that's a good rap name little sex oh yeah that is. Terrible rap name, but I. Yeah, but if right, there was right. some, if there was somebody named that, I would believe you. Wasn't that the name of the rapper uh, uh, that Hesh owes money to? That uh, like sex. back royalties to? Yeah, Lil Sex. sex. Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah. I, I I hear about a new rapper's name. Like, did you guys know there was uh, there's a rapper named Black Youngsta? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, we knew that. Please. Yeah, yeah, no, we're you, millennials. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know about black. We're all millennials. Yeah. So. Regale us about black youngsters. I don't know anything about him. I just oh. saw that he exists. So I'm oh. like, <laughs> they're running out. They're running out of names. Yeah. Lil There's a, there youngster. is a lot of like Lil something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lil Snoop Dogg. They're just gonna copy <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, Lil hey, Eminem. And actually, we're shopping around Lil Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> Lil Sopranos. Oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. just like kind of Sopranos but Muppet Babies. Right, like, right, right. Like, so if you're <laughs> interested in that, dude, I'd watch the hell out of that dude uh that's well, the real prequel you know, we're the prequel it, to the we're prequel. pitching it to netflix we're pitching it to amazon we're pitching it to disney plus uh um, what no more fucking formula <laughs> yeah all right. uh, there's, there's a whole episode about how uh little tony manipulates uh to get all the rattles yeah he gets all the rattles that is such a 1940s <laughs> baby toy is a is a like do people do the do baby do people still give babies like Rattles? Probably. Rattles? Probably. You yeah, still have like, mo- mo- mobiles and shit. Yeah, wow. mobiles. Fucking, right. Yeah, you're, what are you, you going to do with yeah, it? I guess I haven't How are you going to entertain a, a fucking baby? You just yeah, put what, some do, shit. what do you know about babies, Goyas? Yeah. Oh, you guys have your thumb on the pulse of uh, the you baby like, toy market. I, you we like do. The, you like those baby bottles. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great 
shout out to a meme that we made of Paul just for oh, our friend wow. group five years ago. So, all right, stop the Z. Stop the Z. Okay, enough already. Uh, when Junior shoots him, when he when he comes out of the coma, every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. He he's kind of like in that in that spirit, but also maybe that's that's also still kind of self serving. Right. He wants to like feel good about himself. I remember him saying something about he made a donation to some sort of like suicide prevention, yeah, suicide yeah, yeah. hotline thing in Gloria's name. Right. right. Oh. But in a way that was self-serving because I think that allowed him, him to be like, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm over it. I'm right, not right, going right, to dwell right. on it. Which right. he's, uh, which he's not. And it, that's so uh, emblematic of how he deals with every problem, which is just throw out, throw money at it. Right. I can donate X amount of money to a suicide uh suicide prevention fund and uh and then i'm good with with and then yeah and then like multiple times later in the series like somebody's like i'm gonna fucking kill myself and he's like well i gotta take this yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He just on the phone like he's just over it but, well you burned your face and now i don't want to fuck you so i gotta go <laughs> right, exactly. yeah that's what i was thinking about when yeah, uh, yeah. valentina valentina she's like when he, when she's he, making a meal for him right yeah um yeah. Anyway, that's a good spot to end. Anyway, yeah. uh, so if you want to uh, reach out to us, uh, we're on osopranospod at gmail.com. That's ohsopranospod.com. And we're also at osopranospod on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know how you like the pod. Questions, concerns, things you enjoyed. Let us know. Oh! Oh! oh. bought his kid a $400 surfboard for his birthday. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.